Listen, son, to all the sons out there. You can be anything you want to be. Keep God first and love yourself, love your family, and chase your dreams. Welcome to the Listen, Son podcast. All right, everybody. You know, we back. We uh, we back mourning a little bit. Heavy hearts. Lost a legend, you know, today for all of us on this call right now. You know, Hank Aaron, man, that home run king. Um, you know, we're just going to do a moment of silence in the introduction for him, quick one. Take the time to reminisce and, and know what he did for us, as, you know, in sports and as, as a civil rights activist, you know, contribution to so moment of silence for Hank Aaron real quick as we start the episode. Thank everybody for that time. Hey, man, we got an exciting one with you, uh, uh, exciting episode here with you guys today on Listen, Son. Um, we, 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 we do uh, heavily love to, you know, highlight the stories, man, the people that, you know, they laid the found work, man. And here we got a young cat who I was able to meet about three years ago. And um, I know he's, he's really a, a staple in his community. He does a lot of things to make sure where he came from is different, you know, for the ones behind him that's coming up some of the same streets and environments that he did. And that, that's all of our goals. That's what it all should be on this call. Um, but, you know, returning, we got my dad right there, Mike Bond Sr. What's up, Pop? You got anything to say? What's up? Hey, uh, just excited. Uh, Q, you're doing big things, man. We're just excited to uh, talk to you. Yes, sir. Yeah, Q, it's, uh, you know, uh, bro sent over, you know, information about you so we could do a little homework, you know, and, uh, you know, just in, in, in pre-production, man. And I'm just excited to dive in with you, man, and, and get to know, you know, uh, brothers from all over the country. You know what I mean? You actually are in a state where, man, I think when I travel about, you know, people say like, man, you from Wisconsin, you from Milwaukee, like it's, like, it's black people there. It's right, yeah, yeah. Black community there is this, that. You yeah. from Minnesota, I know you get the same thing. Actually, I get some people, some people confuse the two. What? You know what I mean, if they not geographically sound, you know yeah. what I mean? They don't understand. They think Minnesota is in Wisconsin. They don't know, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm sure you encounter that. So I'm looking forward to, you know, actually a pleasure meeting you, you know, glad to have you with us and, uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, getting to know you a little bit better. It's going to be fun. It should be fun. Oh, yeah. That's, that's Randy Hogan. That's, that's my brother. Y'all familiar with him. And then the guest, as you guys see, is cute. All right. So what's up everybody? There we go. So Q, let's start. Man, like I told him, man, we 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 met in 2017, but that's only a small part of your journey. You know, that's 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 not where it started for you. So where did things start for you, uh, you know, athletically wise, or with your passion, with the different things you do right now? Uh, well, uh, sports have always been a thing since I was a kid. I was things that uh, I try to use to keep me um, occupied growing up. Um, I was the only boy uh, in my family. I got an older sister, two younger uh, little sisters, but my mom was the oldest and uh, I didn't get a chance to really meet my grandma, but um, my mom took care of all her brothers and sisters. Um, uh, with one of one of them only being, I had one uncle that was uh, what, probably six, seven years older than I was. So, you know, uh, but the rest of them all being like six aunties and, they all stayed with my mom, so it was just me. 
So basketball, sports, and things like being at the rec center, you know what I'm saying? Dayton's Bluff Rec Center over on the east side of St. Paul. Um, that's that's kind of where that's my stomping grounds. You know what I'm saying? That's where um, everything I learned today, then it took place right there and, and, and on that on that block. You know what I'm saying? In those in those uh, gym walls. You know what I'm saying? In those game rooms in the in the rec. But um, that's really where I got all my passion from. Then going into high school basketball and then you know partying came all in the one and uh and that's kind of where uh, I'm, I'm at where i'm at today <laughs> who i got going on <laughs> i got you man so uh definitely you know i i i, I what intrigued me was you was you was hooping up there at saint mary's you know yep. but I, it was an article that came out about you you know about yeah. you uh, definitely were thinking about taking the movement brand as you see yeah i see you is right yeah. Taking that to the next level. So talk about that too, you know, the movement and things like that. I guess really like I went to school for marketing um, because I, I understood that that was kind of the more fun side of the business, you know, and I was on the verge of being a, primary, a party promoter. That's what I was doing in high school. Um, like I, my very first party was like a $2 party and it was crazy. And then like, me and my homies, we were kind of like, you know, we we were we were the we were the boys around there, you know what I'm saying? And so what we started doing was we just stopped charging people to come to our parties and we'll have like free parties every weekend. Now like now looking back at it, that's probably the craziest thing that I ever did was like <laughs> like let people party for free now that I, I could have been, you know, ahead of my time a long time ago, you know, but but it actually, you know, set a foundation for what I'm doing today. So those things with me going to school and to marketing and, and basketball was, you know, coming to an end. Um, during that time when I met Mike, I was kind of diving into uh, the clothing. Um, you know, this is one of my t-shirts here. Mike represent wearing one of my jumpsuits now. Um, it was so happy that it was a clothing manufacturer right down the hill from St. Mary's. So like, uh my entrepreneurship class that was one of our field trips is when we went down there to the manufacturing spot and i was already hip to all these things because before i came down to winona i was in st cloud and that's where i started doing the t-shirts and stuff like that so uh with with that whole experience that's kind of when i just was like I ain't really have nothing else to do on campus other than basketball you know so i had something else to take my mind off of that it was really close. I was able to build a foundation while I was at school um, online and going back and forth from uh, campus to home on the weekends and selling merchandise. I just started from there. As soon as I graduated, probably a few months before I graduated, um, my brother ended up, he was security guard in the club and ended up, one of the owners started, ended up selling the club. New owner came in and he was able to get his own night. And that's when I came in, like, hey, bro, you know, this is what I do. He was down to go 50-50 with me, split, you know what I'm saying, split everything we had going on with me. And where's history, man? I'm about three, four years in now. Yeah. Yeah, when, uh, when I when I sent my dad what they called the homework, you know, he, he definitely said, uh, you know, he should have been ahead of his time, too, because he, he said, you, you, I definitely had some similar blueprints. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know he. I know he over there waiting to hop in. So go ahead, Pop. Hugh, how you doing, man? Welcome to the Listen Son Podcast. 
Yeah, you 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 remind me of myself, man. Uh, years, uh, you know, some years ago, it wasn't that long ago, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I man, I had my hands into a lot of stuff, man. Um, I was selling t-shirts, sweatshirts, at big time factories here, man. I was, you know, I had family that uh, worked at some of the big time factories, Masterlot, uh, Delco, Briggs and Stratton, and. Um, and uh, we were doing well, man, doing well. Came up with a brand, got the license, and just uh, was getting ready to, um, you, you brought up the, the club. Uh, I used to throw a lot of parties, man, and uh, was getting ready to open up a club, trying to buy a storefront, get into uh, real estate. Man, mm-hmm. I, I was doing all of that. But I knew my that, you know, I, I had a reason for that, you know, trying to bring, others along. So I'm trying to see where you were or where you at with all these different ideas you have. Well, right now I would say, well, like with, on top of that, I've, um, I've just uh, dove into real estate. I bought my first investment property in September. Congratulations. Um, I just graduated with my master's a few weeks ago in education. Congratulations, Uh, brother. (laughs) And I also manage a few music artists as well. So yeah. kind of like really since high school, it's kind of something I knew I always wanted to do. Um, pretty much manifested, but uh, hold on, wait, I forgot. What, what, what was the question, man? No, I'm just saying, what was, that whole idea, what was the whole idea behind into your venture, your business, your ventures, you know? Oh, well, yeah, see, I, I, so like I was saying, yeah. As a, in high school, I kind of knew this is always something that I wanted to do. Um, I always knew that I wanted to be a businessman, whether if it was working for somebody else or working for my working on my own. And I just seen how much easier it is to work on your own, you know, and able to make investments in like the real estate. I'm still learning, but it's something that I'm really going to try to dive into. I mean, I want to be able to own the club that I'm working at now. Really is. I mean, I don't know. It's just all full, full form. Like everything that I'm doing, I love to do. Like if I, if it wasn't business, I would still be doing these things. I would be going out clubbing. I would be shopping all the time. You know what I'm saying? Listening to music is something that I have to do. You know what I'm saying? To get through the day. You feel me? So like it's the move. When I say this, a lifestyle brand. That's just, that's what I mean. It's a lifestyle brand. You know what I'm saying? Every everything that I'm doing, this is something that everybody does on a day in, day out. You feel me? Whether it's music, basketball, sports, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? And that's really really what I where I, where I grew to come to it was that you know um, we're just gonna push this lifestyle. You know what I mean? That that it's. Uh, it's 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 free flowing. You know what I'm saying? This is never ended. That's kind of what the movement uh, is about. When we started this back in ninth grade, you know what I'm saying? It was really to differentiate ourselves from all the other nonsense that was going on in our neighborhood. Like, um, even though all them, the nonsense that was going on with some of my day one friends, I had to, you know what I'm saying, separate myself from, from what was going on because, you know what I'm saying, I had a different mindset. So the movement was to, you know what I'm saying, basically to, we we all got those obstacles, right? We all we all got these challenges, 
but it's about just elevate and keep going up. You know what I'm saying? Moving in the right direction to get to where we need to be. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm doing this, that's all I'm taking in. You know what I'm saying? Right now I'm making the connections just to try to get things to the next level. I took an off time with like the clothing to get things right. Cause I found, I like just doing my homework. People are working with here. I see that they're working with people in uh, foreign countries. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like, I'm cutting out the middleman and I got to figure out how to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, deal with these foreign countries. It's just me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have nobody else. I do everything on my own. Um, even, even when I like mentioning that I came in doing the, some of these things with my brother, um, I ended up having to cut him off from uh, the things that we had going on business-wise. Um, I hope I was able to answer your question. Oh, definitely you did. Hey Q, let <laughs> yeah, me let me kind of piggyback yeah. off of off of some things that you said, man. You, you know, you you mentioned, man, even your brother, you know, uh, friends or you know people that was day one from a from a you know back in the day or whatever. You know, you had to cut them off. Like, you know, I work with a lot of youth, man. And can you kind of touch on that? What what was it that that clicked in your mind? Like, man, you know what? In order to to get here, I gotta I gotta share some weight. You know what I mean? Uh, so to speak. I gotta, you know, what what was it that made you realize that I gotta I gotta I gotta do something different. I can't have you know this this negative energy around me. So what it was for me was. It was a combination of some things, really. People don't give our, 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 our where we're from, Minnesota, the, the Twin Cities, uh, they try to down talk it a lot, downplay it a lot, but it's just like any other place, you know? Um, and I was growing up around a time where the gang violence was real, mm-hmm. um, where, I was, where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? It was real. And when I was probably like 11, 12, 13, around this time, witnessing all these things, and um, like I, I've seen a lot, witnessed a lot at, at those age, shootouts, things like that. And um, things turning out like my, my brother, not my brother, I would say my, my stepbrother. Um, so I don't want to get it confused with, with my story. My stepbrother was the first one to be killed over, um, you know, everything that was going on back then. That was kind of a, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a clicker for me. Then just having kind of a growing up, I had a, I was really close with my mom, you know, but uh, even during these times, me and my mom wasn't as really close because she was battling her own um, things she had going on. So I was really on on my, I felt like I was alone and on my own at these times. And if I wasn't with my friends, who I consider my brothers, and without with with the with the passing of my brother. Not too long after that, uh, passing of a friend that probably was a seventh, eighth grader who I went to elementary school with. I know his brothers that's my age. You know what I'm saying? Um, me trying to like make my mom happy because of the things that she got going on at home. Uh, and then really the mentors that I had. I had two key mentors around these times, my basketball coach and, and one of my school counselors that uh, kind of like, showed me as I guess you could say as as men, you know, what else is out there for us, you know what I'm saying? Uh, other than sports, I guess you can say. Um well my basketball coach at that time, he was he was good at 
a good basketball coach, but he more so taught us how to be men and take care of ourselves and responsibility. I know the three things that he that he taught us the most was well that he that he pushed on us the most was um dedication, determination, and um ooh, it's the three D's. I don't know. I, I can't think of them off the off the top of my head. I know it's dedication, determination, and it's another one. Probably desire. What was that? I think it's desire. I know it, it ain't desire. I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna come back to it. <laughs> but yeah, and it was just kind of those things of them seeing like what what a college degree is gonna get you. You know what I'm saying? They're working in the schools with me. Uh, both of them worked at our schools. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that I can lean on. Somebody I feel I can go talk to. Somebody that's gonna vouch for me. Somebody. You know what I'm saying? And growing up now, I realize how important. That those things really were for a kid when I couldn't go talk to my mom without being yelled at. You know what I'm saying? And that's really that's really sometimes the, uh, I mean, we got to look at it and face reality, especially in these days, the importance of having black male educators. You for know sure. what I mean? For sure. Uh, because you know who who else better to learn from for a little black boy to learn from than a, you know, a, a black man. You know, mm-hmm. so I like what you're doing, man. It's discipline. Yeah. Discipline. Yep. That's the other one. This, yep. It, those three days will stick with me today. Those three days stick with me today for sure. Let's let's highlight one of the things you did do. You know that wasn't too long ago, man. Hopefully everybody can see um, this right here, man. What, what was this like, man? Peace to all of those who ain't rolling with us. Uh, Peace to those who rather help us. That, that was you know this game start getting weird when you want to rise. Uh, y'all can show y'all fear, but I'm a rock for mine. I know how the police is over there and just how how things can go. But uh, that was my first time doing something, playing something for the community. And it kind of like motivated me to just want to do so much more. Like just the feedback we got from the community, the way it made me feel like just like the, that organic feeling like, dang, man. Because when I was a kid, we weren't getting too much of giveaways, give backs, you know what I'm saying? And I know for, for a fact they're not really doing it now. And I and where I'm from, they really not doing it now. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it the feeling was it was more the feeling was the feeling was crazy. That's that's you could you got the mask on, but you can see that smile underneath there, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So so what what other events do you guys do in the community? I you know I see a couple other ones, you know, the well, turkey we did the turkey drive for Thanksgiving. We ended up doing one for Christmas right after that, but we did give away turkeys, uh, free pieces, and the toy drive. And we had, and that one was just just as crazy, man. Um, really didn't expect to turn out like that. We had a bunch of families out there. We probably ran through things probably within two hours, 
every, we probably had a handful of families that didn't get to get anything, but like everybody was satisfied. You know what I'm saying? We had Malik Beasley come through. Um, Play for the Timberwolves, right? Play for the Timberwolves, yep. Um, the sheriffs came through and everything. It was, it was all love, you know, and then we're trying to figure out, well, not figure out, we're going to uh, start a nonprofit for the community and start just trying to funnel all these events and things for the community, you know. Since that's what I do, I know I got the resources now to really get anybody to come out here and be a part of this, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, just donating a couple of dollars or a DJ come DJ for free or, you know what I'm saying, even the artist pulling up if it's, if the time, you know what I'm saying, if they're here in the city, it wouldn't be hard for me to get somebody to get this this act to pull up and, and show love to the community, you know what I'm saying? And I know Minneapolis, they get a lot of love like that. I'm not sure if y'all are aware, but Minneapolis, they get a lot of love with people pulling up to the schools in Minneapolis on the north side and things like that. We don't get that love over here on the east side of St. Paul. So I'm I'm trying to change that. What what is the what is the divide there? What 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 differs that that causes that? We we organically have a divide where like St. Paul versus Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Like this has been a thing since like I was in high school. It's been a thing. Like when I was in high school, I would be like, I ain't going to Minneapolis. There's nothing over there for me. I don't need to cross the river. I don't need to go across that bridge for nothing. Everything I need is in St. Paul, you know what I'm saying? Unless I gotta go to the mall or something like that, you know. But it's always been that stigma. It is it like it still is now. Like our Facebook community. If like you'll scroll at least once a day, you're gonna see something like St. Paul this, St. Paul that, or people from Minneapolis this, people from Minneapolis that. It's just, it's I don't know where it came from, but it's it's embedded in our culture for some reason. And so this is just like I mean like in-state rivalry. That's like uh yeah, uh not really a racial thing or or, nah, or a class thing. It's just. You know what I'm saying? But Minneapolis kind of more busting. They got the nightlife, all the stadiums and all that. Right. St. Paul used to be busting, but like you do your history, they had the Rondo thing where they put the highway in the middle of the freeway. I mean mm-hmm. the highway in the middle of the neighborhood. So it displaced all the black communities and things like that. So St. Paul kind of is divided itself. You know what I'm saying? So like Minneapolis, they got their own little divide, but St. Paul so divided because of that in the different sides of town. So that's where that's where the celebration Rondo days come from. You know, me being yep. from Milwaukee. Okay, okay, yep. got it. The Rondo days come from. You have that whole area right there, Dale and Lexington, that's all the Rondo yes. neighborhood. Gotcha. And before that, before the freeway was there, that was all one big neighborhood for the black community. You know what I'm saying? And how crazy, I just seen something uh, just the other day is that they're going to start doing reparations for black families that was affected by Rondo and mm. uh, descendants of slaves from St. Paul. Wow. Wow. So let's let's kind of get back, you know, go back a little bit, too, because everybody always proud of where they come from. You know, it don't matter. It don't matter. North side of Milwaukee, north side of Minneapolis, east side of St. Paul. Everybody proud where they come from. But what happens is everybody uses where they come from to, you know, this place or downgrade where the other parts are, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. my, my hood better, what I do, what, what we got going on is better than what y'all got going on. Right. Instead of just embracing that we all got a struggle that we coming from, so. we all should be trying to make it better. Um, and I see that's what you're doing. And I like that you acknowledge the fact that, you know, it is something that's embedded, has been embedded for years, but are you trying to bridge that gap? I, I want to, 
Good. I, I work I work with a lot of people. Well, really, everybody I work with in the nightclub industry is from Minneapolis, except for probably one group of individuals. Well, it's really two of them. They're brothers. Um, they're probably the only other ones from St. Paul, to be honest. But I use I try to use a lot of those guys I know from Minneapolis to um, aid in on some of my events when I can, even with doing some uh, like events together where we're just like collaborating. I try to do a lot like that. But um, really, like as far as like bringing like really bringing the communities communities together, uh, not something that I have um, really ventured into. Really, before because of simple fact, I'm trying to venture into my own community. Something that I'm trying to do right now. Yep. Um, with trying to like, like we used to have things like the Taste of Minnesota, like Rondo days, where like everybody can come together and you know what I'm saying the city's so watered down now that they don't really. That's why I'm so hesitant to try to do a lot of things because I know how the city is here. Um, you know what I'm saying here in St. Paul, Ramsey County. But like I'm, I'm trying to grow to get somewhere that we can bridge that gap. You know what I'm saying? And really, you know, it's it's about however it's gonna be set up. You know what I'm saying? Something yeah. like musically, where people can come out and just enjoy themselves and socialize, and you know, not have to worry about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody feels safe. You know, that's one of the big issues here. Is like, you know, making sure everybody feels safe when you combine those two. Crowds. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Thank you for taking us through that, man. And uh, you know, who who, you know, I feel like you're able to do the things that you do because I feel like you, like you said, you had good mentors. You know, my both of mine are, you know, a couple of mine are on this call right now, Randy and my dad. Um, so who were the dudes that really gave you a lot of your listen son moments that sat you down and just really helped you understand the big picture? You said your coach already, but who were some of the other ones? I ain't gonna lie, man. Most of it was probably just learning experiences. If I wasn't like having like decent talks with my mom, you know what I'm saying? But it was like I said at that time, it was kind of hard. My mom would see me do some things around that time and probably wouldn't really know how to respond because I'm her only boy. But I like handle my business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So really, I if it wasn't for those specific coaches at that time because like i teach middle school so when i'm a lot of stuff that i'm encountering is in middle school and i teach my students that like there's going to be the most like life-changing events is going to happen at this time like the most craziest things are going to you're going to experience at this time i've lived that you know what i'm saying after those moments going into high school it was it was pretty much I lived and I learned. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like being in trouble, beginning in trouble with these guys and doing this and that and that and catching a break, that's the only chance I needed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This I was in a situation where we just got pulled over. I'm like a, at the corner of my house. You know what I'm saying? I'm like right at the corner of my house, we got pulled over. Um and you know, like I said, we were partying back in these days and a situation happened when we all got to get off the car and this guy says that this, this, you know what I'm saying? And I'm at the corner of my house. I'm supposed to be at home. I could be on my way downtown, but that cop gave us a break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was at my, my high school coach was a police officer at the time. So I was able to name drop a little bit and really things like that was like, ah, uh, yeah, can't be really 
moving like this with certain individuals, you know what I'm saying? Or or just having, you know what I'm saying? Seeing other things happen to other people. My day one, my real day one homies, you know what I'm saying? That I really, really grew up with, they all in the feds right now. You know what I'm saying? Those are the guys that I had to separate myself from an early age. If I would have never did that, I've probably been up the road right now, you know what I'm saying? But I still talk to those guys every day, day in, day out. Yeah. I, I just, we never like stop messing with each other. Y'all just got this going on, you feel me? When y'all ain't on that type of time, y'all know y'all can call me. Y'all yeah. know where I stay, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's pretty really much what it was. Like, you know, like even the small things of being shot at, and I ain't got no gun. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't out here like that and being shot at. Okay, now nah, I know I. I need to move like this. I don't need to be. That's why I know last 15, 30 minutes of a club are what I'm sticking around for. Even though I know who I am, I ain't, but this bullets ain't got no name. Yeah. I had bullets past ears of hearing what that sound like. Being downtown, same thing. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things that I've endured is just really living and learning. Just using, using this right here, you feel me? Yeah. I think that's, that Pops, I think that's something you talk about a lot, you know? Yeah, Q. Uh, man, you know, I'm listening to you, brother. And uh, like I told uh, my son, man, it's a lot of similarities, you know. I, I didn't have a dad growing up. Lost my mom when I was six years old. Mm. But, but you know, like you said, basketball coaches, uh, teachers, uh, uncles. I, I was blessed with some uncles and cousins. And they, they, they you know... God doesn't make mistakes, man. And, and, and people is putting your lives for different reasons. And, you know, and what you got to do is you got to know that uh, regardless of what's going on and, you know, sometimes you sit back and you be like, why is all this happening to me? And why I don't have a pops or why my circumstances is not like, you know, my, my buddies or whatever. God is really, really uh, 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 protecting you, giving you favor. You know what I mean? So what you got to do, you got to turn that around and do the things that you're doing right now, you know, and turn it into positives. And then when you get in position, you give back what you are doing. You know what I'm saying? So the things that you went through uh, was learning lessons, I call it, you know. So so when when I had my kids, I was able to uh, teach them and try to instill in them things hand on. You know, I knew I was going to be teachers and mentors and coaches and everything also doing the same thing. But I, I wanted to make sure I was there. Yeah. I was there, you know, so uh, uh, to try to, you know, not saying that that's going to stop any uh, things that's happening out there in the streets. Right. But at the same time, they hear my voice and think twice about, you know, negativity, yeah. you know, yeah. try to try, try to focus more on the positive things. Uh, one other thing, man. Uh, we, we keep talking about the movement. I, I want to. I want you to break it down. TMLB stands for what? The Movement Lifestyle Brand. Okay. Okay. And well, how did you come up with that? Um, well, for the long for for the longest, it was, it was just the movement, right? Um, and then once I graduated, like because as I'm as I'm go- in school, I was building my business, right. So like everything I'm learning marketing, I'm I'm like applying it as I go. I'm applying as I go. I'm applying as I go. So I'm really the lifestyle brand term. It came, and I understood mm-hmm. what it meant. And I was like, okay, this 
you know what I'm saying, everything full circle. So I just tagged that on there like that, the movement lifestyle brand, you know. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. Uh, uh, just three, you know, to have you, my sons on here, man, that shows that there is some positive going on in the world, more so than, you know. Um, how did you feel? I'm pretty sure you felt like the most of us, but I'm talking about by you being from St. Paul, I know it's some months ago, but we still have to, you know, talk about it here and there with the George Floyd incident. Man, you know, uh, it's crazy. It, it's crazy when you when you when you when you sit there and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, it it ain't. I don't know how to put it. We 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 experienced that, right? We right. I, I fought the police before. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We had to fight the police before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it wasn't nothing out the norm that we okay. experienced growing up, getting into it with the police. You know them strong arming people for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like we we've, we've seen that. We see that all the time. That's why I, I'm on here saying like, yeah, the police on the east side. I don't know, <laughs> really. I don't really like doing stuff on the east side because of just how, like, you know what I'm saying? Just how I grew up. You see, I had the police probably they probably wouldn't even be able to put a name to my face. You know what I'm saying? From when I was a kid, but like those experience from when we was kids. Now what I'm doing, I really am hesitant to do things in my community because of them. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that right there should go to So more more the police presence more than the actual community. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but I know if we call the police, you know, and be like, yo, we're doing this, or then you know what I'm saying, but we also, you know what I'm saying, I got some friends who would probably want to come to these events where probably wouldn't be best for them to come with the police here. You know what I'm saying? I'll probably turn the event into, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, uh, even with like me doing the music, I managed music artists that's from the East side that are known for, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of that, but like going on to it, like it was really tough for, for like the really whole, our whole, both of the cities. Like when we were saying that the, the cities are divided, that was probably the only time we ever really seen the cities come together. You know what I'm saying? Like, and but it was a good thing because I was out there for however long it was going on. I was out there. Yeah. I would get off work and I'm like, I'm grab my camera. I'm outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was really, it was tough during the time, like even being out there, like, like to experience this. You know, and it's crazy because like I'm big on like history and history repeating itself and watching documentaries on things that happened like LA riots or like things like that. Like I, I, I like if I'm sitting at home, watching <laughs> thing, I'm watching stuff about things like that. And I'm like, I'm reseeing all this over again. And it's not going to be the, this is my first time living it. This ain't going to be the last time that something like this happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like with being here, it was just to be able to experience it was just, it, it was crazy. Well, what what the reason I asked you that, man, is, uh, you know, as being a black man myself and uh, and 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 being, you know, from a different state, it yeah. still, you know, affected me really bad. But I was just wondering, 
you know, you're there, you're from there. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that, you know, as a black man also, you yeah, know, so appreciate that. Well, hey, keep up the good work. Yeah. Keep up, keep up the good work, man. I'm proud of you. Right. Yeah. I appreciate it for sure. So, you know, before we transition to kind of our uh, hot topics, you know, quickly, what are some things that anybody that's trying to get into being an entrepreneur or being somebody that's passionate just about, you know, their brand or the way they, they live? What do they need to know going into this? It ain't easy. It ain't easy at all. Um, depending on what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? You find your niche. Um, it's really about just going all in and not being scared. I was scared for the longest. And then when I wasn't scared, you know, I was, I was, I wasn't afraid to put my money up anymore. Um, and I wasn't afraid to lose any money anymore, neither. Even with losing money, I was still able to gain a lot. And that's hard. That's, it's even hard. It's still hard for me to like wrap my mind about around that now. Like I've got to spend so much to just, you know what I'm saying? Gain awareness, but it's all for good purposes. So once people like are able to really wrap their head around that and like what it means to run a business and sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? Cause it ain't gonna happen overnight. I, I didn't see no profit doing the clothing thing probably until like a year ago. That's because I would make merch and really give it away. I would sell half of it and just want to break even. Yeah. And give it all the rest away to like a school or whoever. I, I wouldn't care as long as somebody was wearing it and, and seeing my product. But that's what I was doing for those couple of years was just trying to build awareness. Whereas to now I got a little solid foundation and um, uh, like I'm just taking my time really as far as what makes most sense for my business strategy now, as far as for me to keep making money. You know what I'm saying? Um but that's really all it is. Is that you gotta have you gotta have that in you. You gotta have it in you. You gotta want it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it ain't no different from wanting to graduate high school, wanting to graduate college, wanting to do anything. Really, if you gonna, if that's what you're gonna do, you gotta give it your all. You you ain't gonna be able to half-ass it unless it's a half-ass job that you that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. I feel that man. So. Let's uh let's give them your uh your social media stuff, the website to the to where they can, you know. Uh the you. movement lifestyle brand, man. Y'all can follow us on uh Instagram, the movement LSB. You can find us on Facebook the same. <laughs> Even the website is the same, the movement lsb.com. Um, my personal socials, big boss up Q. Uh, that's on Instagram, that's on Twitter. Yeah, man. Tap in with us, man. We're going global, man. I'll make sure y'all tap in. Good, good. So yesterday we had this interview, fellas, with with Shaq and, and Donovan Mitchell. And we, we want to kind of, you know, have one of our topics that we kind of talk about today is, you know, when you get these athletes, you know, you get athletes and then you get the commentators who are important, the analysts and commentators that are in the road that they are in important because they can highlight and, you know, they can speak on what it, what it means to be coming and be in that position that, you know, they, that these guys are in now. So I think they do have an important role, but lately a lot of the athletes been feeling like they've been using their platform to bring them down and, and, and talk about their game. But we got an interview between Shaq and Donovan Mitchell. We're going to watch it with the, with the viewers and, and we're going to talk about, you know, what we feel, but here we go. Part of this is Shaq. I, I said tonight that 
Uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to that next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. <laughs> that's it? All right. That's it. Okay, cool. I mean, I it's, you I, hear I've been hearing. Well, actually, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day, you. Well, that's what I wanted you to hear you say. Yes, Love sir. your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think you know, in spite of what our candid conversation, you guys want to top five. <laughs> that was awkward, but you were pop. Y'all want to go and, and dive into it first, man. When y'all first off, do you feel like the commentators and analysts be doing a little bit too much, or they doing their job, or you know? You know, what What do you think the athletes are being sensitive? You know, what What do we got here? And that, like, that clip, I don't think Shaq did too much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but he kind of wild for telling them, like, yeah, you're one of my favorite players, but you ain't got what it takes. You know, that's kind of wild <laughs> on TV. But I think some of them be going, be reaching, maybe be a little bit just to get a reaction, like try to get a reaction, like, for you know, for the numbers or the, 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 the go by or whatever, they're doing it for sometimes it, it do be a little bit outlandish, like you're doing too much. You got you. Players do be sensitive. Some players are sensitive, you know what I'm saying? Some of them should just use it like down for Mitchell, like, all right, now for the next game, I'm gonna come out and brush off. You know what I'm saying? He definitely, you can tell, he like, all right, what? Yeah, yeah, for next game, I'm okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Pop, what do you think? Because you, you, you've been around. You know, you didn't see the evolution of all the athletes and the commentators and athletes. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it, you know, I would hope that it'd be a mot- motivational thing where Donovan would be like, okay, I'm just going to step it up. Mm-hmm. In that case, in that clip, I, I, I don't feel there was too much, but I have seen other situations where uh, I thought that was a little too much, you know. And and now, you know, we got to understand since this uh, – we're getting more knowledge on our mental health issues, like, you know, similar to what Kyrie is going through mm-hmm. and a few other players. Okay. Now when they criticize Kyrie, you know, uh, I, I, I think, I just think that's too much, man, you know, cause uh, we don't know what's going on with Kyrie. You know what I mean? And when you start talking about leaving the money on the table and uh, uh, if you don't want to play, uh, get the money back and things like that. I just think that was a, that that comment. I think was a little too harsh because we we really don't know what he's going through. Right. You know, we see we see when he come on the court, he came back came back the other night like he ain't missed the beat. You know what I mean? So Colin he can't Sexton play. Just, Colin Sexton just had a great night, right? <laughs> yeah, he just had a great night. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. what it was. He just had a great night, and it overshadowed that. But I'm telling you now, the man can play, but sometime in certain cases. Uh, we don't know what the players, because they, they are individuals as well. We don't know what they're dealing with off the court. So, like, yeah, with them criticizing, like, okay, it was cool to criticize James Harden for what he was out here doing. He was wilding, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, somebody want to take some mental, personal time. Like, y'all can't be down on people for that because y'all feel like y'all got a job to do. Right, right, absolutely. And, and everybody deal with things differently. You know, and he 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 came back and said he has some stuff at home that's going on. So, you know, we we don't know what's going on, but you you need to you know find out first before you start criticizing the player. You know, in in certain situations, like you just said, a little different because Harden he was he was clubbing, he was doing this, he was all over the place. You know, now that's that not wearing a mask. You know, these are things that okay, I understand that. 
But sometimes, uh, son, to answer your question, it can be, it, it, it depends on the circumstances. It can be a little too much. Yeah. So we're not saying that the analysts can't do their job or that they can't, you know, critique the players like they would critique any other player. Um, is it sometimes considering what mental health factors and, and, and considering uh, the delivery? Yeah. And the and delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, you're, hey, you're a coach and you got players. You tell me what you think. <laughs> no, that, that's true. I mean, first off, it's relationship based. You know, I don't know. I think the way uh, Donovan responded, I think him and Shaq do have a good relationship because he didn't, he didn't kind of get out of bounds. It's like he knew Shaq and he knew where he was coming from, but he was like, I'm not going to get into this. Right. You know, Shaq is Shaq, but you know, I, I, I think he wrong on this. Right. Uh, so the question, but I think it's the relationship you develop with these players off, off the scenes um, that gets you that mutual respect to where you can come at them about, you know, not playing good, not being a good leader and not representing right um, to where they're going to hear you or they're going to respect your opinion. Um, but when you ain't got that relationship, it's just like with anything else, somebody going to be looking at you like, dog, who is you to be, <laughs> who is you to be talking about what I'm doing? Like, who are you? So, you know I mean? so, uh, so the interview, and I'm pretty sure you can pull that up, uh, the interview when Barkley was talking to Durant. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so was that a little too much or what was that, you know, how you feel about that one? Well, that one was just like, again, this relationship. You know, you got to really mm-hmm. question how much Barkley really got a relationship with Durant and the things he said in the past. You, you had to know Durant was taking log of that. He was taking, yeah. he was taking more of that. And, yeah. and then you're going to try to, you know, have a buddy buddy moment with me here on TNT. Nah, dog, it ain't that. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Hopefully he's good. You're going to see what I'm doing. You're going to see how I'm damaging beat my opponents. And I ain't got to give you nothing extra. Okay. I don't I think you. I don't think that night Barkley was doing nothing extra. I just think Durant don't mess with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, they, on, yes. they, on, they be on their tops. Durant and Durant and his brother. Yeah, they they gonna be going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But you know what? I don't. I don't want to see the game get to that point where the analysts and players are not getting along, or I don't want to see. You know, I don't know if this really was Harden's motivation, but you know, you get a young black coach. Your superstar don't want to play for him. And they, you know, I don't want to see the game go like that. I do want to see us working together in the industry where it's hard enough to get highlighted is as you know, black black men in, in this profession as players, coaches, GMs, owners. You know, we need each other to tell that narrative, to tell that story. So I don't want to see it go there. But I, I know sometimes, man, you just gotta you gotta call out a hater. Or, you know, you gotta ignore yeah. some when, when they in that lane. You know, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, man. Get behind the movement. Uh, get up with Q, man. If y'all, if y'all haven't, he shared his social media. We are gonna put it on on the screen. Um, you know, this is a, this is a family, man. So we we definitely rock with the movement. Um, keep coming back for the Listen Some podcast episodes, man. Like, subscribe, share this one. You know, this is a St. Paul and Milwaukee collaboration right here. So ain't, ain't no reason why you know we ain't get, we shouldn't have two two states watching this episode episode and sharing it with our youth. Um, you know, or some people that, man, they, they misguided out here. You know, Q gave a lot of gems for these young men in this little 50 minutes of ways, man, just to overcome your situation, see a better future for yourself and go get it. You know what I mean? So, so that's what I respect. Um, 
and things like that. So Q, if you could end the episode, how we always do it, man. I know I didn't prepare you for this. So this battle, my, my part in pre-production, <laughs> just, just say, listen, son, man, and just give some knowledge to these dudes. If they got this far, we always want to leave them with something. So give them some knowledge of what they should be doing or how you think they should be moving. So I got started with listen, son. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's there. Listen, son, you feel me? You set your goals, you know what I'm saying? Um, you make a plan, and you see it through. You know, that's something that I always tell people. Uh, people see all the things that I've accomplished, and they always ask, how was you able to do this? Or like, what was this like? Or like, how was you able to get through it? You know what I'm saying? And I tell them like, man, I buckled down. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I made a plan. I, I, I set some goals and I seen them through, you know what I'm saying? Those, um, like it's as simple as graduating math, my uh, grad school, you know, I set myself three goals for that. You know what I'm saying? By this time, I need to have this much done. Um, by this time I need to be here. And by 28, I mean, and honestly, it just still took me an extra like six months, but I was still on track. You know what I'm saying? I still had the year to finish, you know what I'm saying? I was just, expecting myself to be done over the summer you know what i'm saying so really it's about having that tunnel vision and then just seeing it through you're gonna have a lot of distractions a lot of things that you're gonna want to do that you're used to doing all day like this tv right here i said all day and i'm gonna be like i should probably be doing something else you know what i'm saying and that's having that tunnel vision and seeing it through you know what i'm saying and even just simple as like let me put this game down for 45 minutes and do something productive something that i need to be doing there's small things like that that's going to get us to where we need to go. Thanks once again, my fraternity and sorority of listeners of Listen Son Podcast. Please, women and men, please like, subscribe, and share. Continue to support our goals to connect untold special real-life stories.